Welcome to Sensitive Sundays, a show where we normalize vulnerability and pretend like tomorrow is not Monday. My name is Carly. And my name's Alyssa. And my name's Amanda. Whoa! <laughs> Do we have a guest this week? No Surprise. way. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Amanda is, she's Carly's roommate. We love Amanda. I'm pretty sure we might have brought her up in a couple episodes in the past. I'm not sure. I mean, not like... You know, friend just of the pod, for up. sure. Yes, <laughs> we love Amanda. So um, we're really excited to have her on this week. Uh, she actually kind of came up with the topic for this episode. We mm. actually don't normally uh, post this Sunday, but first of all, it's New Year's Eve, and it's very much in line with our topic this week, which is just doing our own personal recap and reflection of 2023. Thank you, Amanda, for the suggestion. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We're going to just talk about things that we learned and experienced and just reminisce about this year. So, but of course, before we begin, I'll start with you, Carly. Okay. What are you feeling sensitive about this Sunday? I'm feeling sensitive about trying to hold my strengths and my spaces for improvement Mm. at the same time. I think, you know, we talked about this in our like self-talk episode a little bit, but I think it's been hard for me lately to both feel like I'm good at my job and bad at my job at the same time, or to feel like I'm a good friend, but also a bad friend at the same time. Mm. And so I'm trying to find the gray area between the two and be able to hold them both. And that's, that's kind of what I've been feeling sensitive about is having trouble balancing, you know, that my areas of improvement with the things that I know that I'm good at. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you just have so much going on all the time. So I don't blame you for feeling so overwhelmed in some ways and trying to balance it all. So yeah, I mean, it's something that we can kind of all be consistently working yeah. on, frankly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I appreciate you sharing that. Oh, thanks. What about you, Amanda? What are you feeling sensitive about this Sunday? Um, I think I would agree with Carly a lot. It's hard to be a human. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think some of my relationships are just, I'm feeling sensitive about, Mm -hmm. um, friendships specifically, but like kind of what Carly spoke to, like just navigating changes as they come up, especially towards the end of the year. Um, things are changing. The seasons are changing. People are moving. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah. A lot of your friends have been moving recently. Yeah. A couple of friends have moved away. A couple of new friendships have started and then like paused. So it's been like interesting, like how do I navigate like building a new relationship and like working out initial bumps in the road because things come up. So feeling a little sensitive about that and just like how to be a good friend, how to be a good person yeah, um, and honoring all the relationships that are in my life. So it's hard to empathize mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> and yeah. it's hard to balance to like your own personal feelings about the friendship and how they're feeling and what they're going through. It's it's hard to manage both and your own like mental expectations or whatever comes up at the same time. Yeah. So I definitely understand that too. Yeah, it's hard because you you want to like stay true to yourself and do what's best for you. And I know it's more like a case by case basis of whether you know to pursue what's best for you versus trying to kind of accommodate them. But it's just hard. It's a difficult thing to navigate. So thanks for sharing that, guys. Yeah. What about you? So what are you feeling sensitive about? Um, I'm not going to go into it, but I'm feeling sensitive about my mom. Um, You guys know, but Mm -hmm. I just 
I wish things weren't the way they are at the moment, but I just love my mom and I miss her very much and I hope things yeah. can get figured out soon, but I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. So that's my sensitivity this week. Sounds yeah, good. figuring shit out. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> so are we ready to get into our own personal recaps of 2023? Yeah, sounds good. Sweet. Do either of you want to talk about kind of the idea or kind of what our foundation is that we're working off sure yeah i just um we obviously all have a bunch of moments that happened for us this year and i think it's important for us to kind of just go through it and talk about it together because maybe we've forgotten things that each other has done or maybe we weren't ever informed of these things that happened and i think Mm -hmm. it's nice of us as friends to be able to just kind of congratulate each other or you know just be supportive to know that tough times did happen this year too. Yeah. Um, So we might just start by like mentioning some moments, maybe top five moments that happened for us. And then I would love for us to also talk about just some lessons that we've gained and learned this past year too. (laughs) And um, yeah. Do you want to kick us off Carly? Yeah, I think Carly should. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Wow. The honor. Um, I have kind of composed my my end of the year kind of rap as a Spotify wrapped. I think that I got the idea from Amanda talking about it. I so I put up some statistics. They're pretty rough. They're not actually <laughs> probably honoring everything that I've done this year. Uh-huh. But the statistics I have so far. Um, one podcast started. Yes. Sundays has made it for a while now. Sorry. I know. <laughs> um, four new fun activities that I've like started slash attempted this year. Mm-hmm. Um, eight different experiences outside of San Diego adventures and like in the social relationships, one partner and five new friends roughly <laughs> that's my statistics that's uh, really good that is Thank really you. good yeah. i did not do that i did not like put numbers to my experiences and i wish i had but i'm glad oh. that you did it. oh I, okay i was gonna ask what were the activities but toontown volleyball got it got yes it. i'll list them okay my four my four fun activities <laughs> toontown volleyball line dancing and throwing frisbee Mildly, just a little Mildly. bit. Mildly, I've learned. I learned how to do what is it—a backhand throw, like okay. a regular, right? I'm I, sure your partner is no, he's very proud of you. Oh god! So, yeah, and, and then he taught me how to throw a flick. A flick. Flick of the wrist. A flick. Yeah, ready flick. <laughs> Swish and flick. Is that really a frisbee? I think that's what it's that's called. So cute. Oh god! And some of his friends listen to our podcast and like. <laughs> and. I mean, not to speak for you, but you've also done these like with new people and some of them solo, right? Like you went, like I refuse to go line dancing with you. I'm sorry. No. Um, But like, I think that's really impressive. I agree. To just show up and do something that you want to do, especially on the days that you were doing it, you get home at like 8 p.m. And then you were like, I'm going line dancing. And I was like, see you later, Carly. Like, I thought that was really like admirable so yeah i went with her once and i was just like oh my god i'm so out of my element (laughs) thank you (laughs) and carly was just on the dance floor doing her stuff and i ended up being like the parent recording her (laughs) 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 and 
you know, I, it felt fun for me, but I was also just like, I, I this is maybe not my thing, but yeah. um, it was fun to see you be so much in your element. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's been nice to find some activities that I've really been enjoying doing like by myself and with other people. Mm-hmm. I think we don't do things often enough just by ourselves. So that's something that I like to do every once in a while. And I think yeah. I always thank Tanya for everything, but Tanya encouraged me to go by myself line dancing. So shout out to Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. Tanya gets a lot of shout outs. I'm realizing. She deserves them. <laughs> what about y'all? You know, Amanda, do you want to share your? Sure. Um, I, I guess I have statistics similar to yours, but I didn't quantify them <laughs> as much, but so you know how the the people do like a dating rap on TikTok and stuff. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it anyway because I think it's funny. Um, so I went on zero dates this year. So I got six new tattoos. Six tattoos. Wow. I think that's pretty impressive. I think, that, and they're like, not like tiny tattoos. They're they're some of them are pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. Two yeah. of them were free. Shout Ooh, out to my that's friend. Also amazing. Shout out to myself for befriending a tattoo artist. I yeah. think is the most important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I read a ton of books. I don't even have a number. Mm-hmm. All like romance smutty books. It was I love very it. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> I damaged one car. I got one new car. That's and, really exciting. And by damaged, it means you didn't even damage the car. Your car <laughs> was damaged. Yes. It was damaged. A light post fell on it. Um, <laughs> a parked car. While it's at work. Even, yeah. yeah. In the parking lot at work. Um, somebody at work thought the light post fell on another person. It did not. It, it just went gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was very funny. Um, yeah. So new car. Got a new job this year. Mm-hmm. Um, left an organization. Left one organization for a different one. Really happy with that decision. Turning out really well. And I think those are my main stats. I went to Disneyland in Six Flags. Managed to not ride a single ride. Yes. Because <laughs> I get motion sickness. Yeah. But I still had a great time. So that's awesome. I think, yeah, those are my some of my notable stats. What about you, Alyssa? Oh, gosh. Um, I didn't come up with any stats. I didn't get the memo, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess just like my top five moments mm-hmm. this year was number, well, not in any particular order, but skydiving was Woo-hoo! pretty damn fun and yes. all three of us went that and did it so freaking terrifying it was and i will <laughs> never forget that experience. and i had to watch you jump out of a plane and then I watch know. brady jump out of a plane amanda was <laughs> and the, the plane very was empty. <laughs> last person to jump out it was wild i was shoved out i was like take me back to the ground yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i loved it um we'll never do it again unless i absolutely have to I prefer to do it on a slightly fuller stomach because it was not cool on the weather to make it so we had to postpone for like, what, two or three hours because they were waiting for the sky to clear up. Understandably, they want you to not only is it safer for us to all jump when the sky is clear, but also it gives us a better view because we were doing it in an area that was pretty close to the coast. So you you were able to see the land and yeah. the ocean. And it was just an incredible view. It was awesome. So, um, yeah, that was a big moment this year for me. Uh, I was also proud of myself for signing up to do skydiving because I actually just went ahead and bought those tickets for myself before even talking to anybody else really about it. I was just like, I'm going to do this regardless of whether people join me or not. I just fortunately 
was able to recruit you guys mm, yeah. to also join me. But it was terrifying. I yeah. literally was like, Carly, just book my ticket. I don't even want to look at the screen. <laughs> like I can't even just, see it in my I can't even see it or I will back out. Like I know. it was so terrifying. So I'm glad I'm glad we did that. It me was too. It's one of those things where like for a lot of people you need that person to just kind of push you to do it. Just do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I somehow even got my dad to do it. I mean, he didn't go with me, but I think because I did it, he was like, I got to do it now. He ended (laughs) up doing it? He did it. And he's terribly afraid of heights, like actually terribly afraid of heights. I don't know why or like what compelled. Well, I do. His uh, girlfriend said that she would be interested in doing it. So he surprised her, I think, for her birthday or something surprised her with skydiving <laughs> yeah just free fall into the earth yeah i don't i mean he let her know like a couple days in advance it's not like it was a drive up and hey we're we're jumping out of a plane now but mm-hmm. but anyway kind of gotten sidetracked <laughs> um i lost my boy todd this year it's not a positive thing but it's a very big thing that happened for me that was really 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 tough and I was lucky enough to have a lot of supportive friends and family around. I went through this whole process of setting up a GoFundMe to help fund surgery for him. Mm-hmm. And I had so much love and so many people contributed. And I just, I was shocked to see the people who did contribute. Like they were even, I remember the very first person who contributed. I'm going to shout her out. I don't know. I doubt she listens to the show. Her name's Riley. She was someone in my drama club from high school, and I haven't talked to her in years. And she contributed a small amount, but that meant so much to me, mm. so much. I, I, She could have contributed a penny, and I still would have cried as much as I did when I saw that contribution. So, yeah, that was a big moment for me to just go through so many highs and lows thinking that this surgery was going to cure him and then finding out that it was an incurable cancer basically so and then losing him ultimately so that was a lot and then trying to go something more positive I did a lot of traveling this year because I mean another negative thing I got laid off but that allowed me to do a lot of traveling that I wouldn't have done because Mm -hmm. kind of having a full-time job makes it difficult to do that so I mean, I went to Oregon twice this year, one for a wedding and one for just recently for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I got to go um, to Arizona twice also this year or no, sorry, just once this year. I went for Christmas last year, so I'm getting it crossed over. But and then Tennessee, which was a new place for me that I've never been and New York, which was very, very, very fun. That was kind of like a birthday celebration for me in September. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are. My main things. I got a kitten this year. Sweet little Eva. She's adorable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's gotten so big already. It's crazy. She's my April Fool's kitty. She was born on April 1st, mm. a- according to the oh. um, Humane Society. <laughs> so she'll be a year old or two years old in April? One. one year. She'll be one year oh, old. so baby. I know. One years? One year? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so those are kind of the main things. There's a lot that happened, just like I'm sure a lot happened for you guys. Yeah. Um, Are there any, like, that you would consider your ultimate best thing that happened to you this year and your ultimate worst thing that happened to you this year? I can't think of, like, a super high point. Maybe that sounds, I don't know, weird to say. But, like, everything kind of happened, like, in a a weird mix, like, jumble throughout the year. Yeah. 
Um, but I think for me, like they were, they were good points, mm-hmm. but they're also just really difficult moments throughout. So nothing like super amazing stands out, but I think just some of the like friendship challenges, friends, friends moving away, kind of what I spoke to earlier, what stands out for me as like just, just the challenge for this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, and it's tough cause I'm trying to remember like a time of the year where I was like, oh, this is my high point because mm-hmm. I think I think like Amanda was saying it's a an accumulation of things. Absolutely, yeah. All of my aspects of life had to be balanced in order for me to feel good, I think. And and to me January is kind of the area where it was like, oh, things are happening, I'm feeling good about doing things, but I was also feeling good about myself and what I was doing. And so the start of the year was like <laughs> your your best moments? Okay, okay. I think it was just the most balanced, I guess, out of everything hmm. else. And then from there, it's been you know ups and downs in different areas. But I think overall, that's that was probably like my strongest time. I still mm-hmm. feel really good about a lot of the things that I've done this year. Yeah. But I think feeling good about all aspects was like the beginning of the year when I was really, I think, affirmed in myself and what I was doing. And it's, I guess, just about like coming back to me and being unwavering. And what I'm doing is kind of what I'm thinking about next year. And then in terms of lows, I feel like May might have been a low. I feel like that was a time where I was going through like a lot of different <laughs> relationship <was> rough. conflicts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, for, I know it was rough for me. I don't want to speak. For no, you, I but. think it was rough for both of us. And so I'm glad that it's over and that it's been resolved in some ways. And that I, at least I'm glad for myself that I have a plan moving forward of, you know, what I can do to take care of myself and maintain relationships and kind of have resolution. Wait, was your May rough for the same reasons my May was rough? Why was your May rough? The moving, the 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 moving. That's why it was rough for me too. Yeah, yours was rougher probably in some ways than mine. It was just just like trying to figure out like what what feels best for you in terms of like a living situation and wanting to do it intentionally. And then having like ups and downs in every relationship Mm -hmm. and then exploring options and then really kind of fucking up and how you handle oh i i did that that's the spoiler it was me <laughs> i'm the problem um like i mean for me obviously you know this but like i explored living with somebody else for less than a week it was mm-hmm. less than a week mm-hmm. just let the record show it was less than a week <laughs> um but there i kind of you know, it all, everything happened really fast and how to like really be intentional. I, I guess I'm learning how to be very, a lot more intentional. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, like my intention, I had good intentions. It just didn't work out. And I realized I wasn't as intentional as I could have been. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to honor our friendship. I was trying to honor like the relationships in our current household. Like how yeah. do I, what is best for all of us moving forward? And yeah. May was a little rough as Carly mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then how do I honor this other person that's going through their own unique struggle and a housing market that's awful? Yeah. Rough, yeah. Um, and then what does it mean if I like change my mind? Like how do you how do you how do you honor yourself and the other person? Mm-hmm. Um and ultimately it cost me like multiple friendships. Mm. Thankfully it didn't cost me any, any friendships with this room. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, navigating through those kinds of conversations. I had a lot of calibrating conversations. Terrifying. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what does accountability look like? What does, like, all the things look like? And just kind of the only way out is through. That's mm-hmm. kind of, like, 
what my summer was. Sorry to yeah. cut you off, Carly, but mm-hmm. yeah. That was an interesting, that was a doozy. May was a doozy. May was a doozy. <laughs> May was a doozy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Amanda had it harder in some ways than me because of the conversations that they had to have. I think I definitely had some difficult points in figuring that out. I mean, obviously we were having a crisis in terms of living situation. Yeah. And so that, I mean, I if you look back on old podcasts, I was talking about it or alluding to it a little bit too, but- I'm glad that we're through it and that yeah. we're we're here. And I think, you know, like Amanda's saying, I think being intentional in communication with everybody and, you know, my goal, I guess, in this next year too, is really trying to be direct about exactly what I'm wanting and trying to be more curious about what other people are wanting so I can have more of an understanding for myself and how I can channel my energy, balance yeah. things, direct myself so that I can... I like making people happy. And I also want to make myself happy. Right. And totally. I think that's where a lot of the communication difficulties have come from is trying to find the balance between it all. Mm. So I'm yeah. hopeful about being able to do something different in the future, kind of like you, Amanda. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, I mean, in this particular situation that I'm describing, there was a very intense time crunch um, just because of the living situation that this other person that I was exploring options with was under, like a very, very stressful, like getting kicked out of their house kind of situation um so there wasn't the the kind of like less than a week like there wasn't the kind of time to kind of explore like what does this look like Mm -hmm. um and I think yeah making decisions and kind of figuring those things out just takes time and so yeah it's hard like it's hard to come to an understanding or hard to make a decision in in a state like that where you're just like stressed and overwhelmed um and sometimes it takes time to have those kind of conversations to figure out what you want yeah like to process all those things so do you think you guys like built any certain skills this year that you maybe didn't have the year prior like like because you went through all of this stuff i'm just wondering like do you think you picked up more on the ability to read other people's feelings a little more or learned how to communicate in in tough situations like this more i I, I wish I could like provide an example. Um, no, that's a really good. That's a really good question. Yeah, I feel like it's a mixture for me of like, how do I trust myself and like, what is the right decision? Like, there is no right decision. There's better or worse mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. How Very do wise. I <laughs> not be so fucking terrified? Sorry if I can't cuss on here. So terrified of change, or like, what does the change look like? Like, let's not anticipate it before mm-hmm. it happens. Or, you know, like, let's lean into it. Or maybe it's just not the right time. Like, kind of trusting myself. Because whenever this particular living situation experience was happening, I didn't, it didn't feel right. And that was one of the reasons, the main reason why I backed out. But, like, some people were telling me, like, you need, you need, you need the change. Like, something isn't working for you. Mm. And then in my gut, I was like, am I just scared of the change? Like, I can't. But it just didn't feel right. So just kind of trusting yourself in that way and then learning from like, I know that I fucked up. Like, I can acknowledge that. And I know how I would communicate it way differently. Mm-hmm. Or, like, take a pause. I would take a pause. And if I ever if I was ever in this situation again, and I would be, like, day one. Yeah. Like, this Hold timeline is a, little too, is a little too crunch for me. And, like, of course, there's always, like, things that come up that you don't anticipate. But just kind of taking a step back and, like, making sure that not rushing into things. But I think I, I'm trying to communicate and not assume people's intentions, assume how they're feeling based on their behavior. I'm just trying to be more generous and patient because, mm-hmm. like, we're all 
struggling. We're all dealing with shit. We're all going like ba- trying to balance so many things. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's hard to do it in the moment, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I would if I like I want to be generous with my previous self from six months ago that made yeah. a mistake that feels really awful. So you know, kind of just learning from those things. Yeah, absolutely. That's but. so sweet, Amanda. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of good self compassion. It took a while to get there, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I think for me, a lot of it has been like being more self-aware and Mm self-reflective. I think I really have to look at my behaviors and I've been trying to understand why I do some of the things I do and I'm still filling in the gaps for that a little bit. But I think just continuing to understand what comes up for me and in the moments where I'm going to be more impulsive and say things Mm -hmm. rather than like being thoughtful and caring about the comments that I make and things like that. So for me, it's more about managing my language and what I'm thinking about and questioning my beliefs and how I'm communicating them, I think is is something I learned to do this year, at least a little bit more than before. I'm always trying to be thoughtful and caring, but I think, you know, sometimes um, intention and impact are two different things. And so I'm trying to be able to manage both and understand that there's also only so much I can do mm-hmm. about both. But I want to try to keep what's within my control managed in a way that's caring and helpful for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I guess, one of the lessons that I learned from this, like housing conflict experience, I guess, overall is um, just making sure I look at myself and know that where, know where what I'm saying is coming from, I guess, and yeah. being really aware of that. For sure. And sometimes just like letting shit go. Like, yeah. I just yes. think about the beginning of the year and, like, mm-hmm. how different it looks in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't I, know. You know, it's interesting. I, I think that's something we should mention really quick because it's New Year's Eve today or maybe you're listening to this um, towards the beginning of January or whenever you're listening to this. There is a lot of buildup in starting a new year and having all these expectations for yourself and hopes and things and, like, we – referenced in the last episode where Carly and I talk about our New Year's tradition, which hopefully a lot of you are doing tonight. Um, Amanda's done it with us (laughs) before. And if it's past New Year's and you weren't able to do it, please feel free to still do it. Mm -hmm. But I, um, for those of you who may have like photocopied their paper or something and look back on it and you're like, okay, I want to make sure I do this and this and these are my hopes. I think it's It's a great thing to have, but I think part of like burning it and releasing it is to not then look at this list and be like, these are things I have to do this year. These are the things Mm -hmm. that I'm expecting myself to achieve. And a lot of people do put this expectation on themselves and it prevents them from kind of attacking it in a way that's, I don't know, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's almost more overwhelming than, than something that's that helps drive you to do I don't know I guess everybody's different of course but yeah I think part of it is like I've forgotten the list that I made in January right Mm -hmm. like so I've you know done different things probably than I planned to do and that's part of life and so you ever look back on it though because I know you take photos yeah I take photos I was gonna say I should look at mine and see how much I actually (laughs) did of what I wanted to do in 2023 so I'm gonna look at it real quick but I think you know, overall, I've forgotten what I was wanting to do this year. And that's part of the reason why burning it is helpful. But I think also I'm a big manifester. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I write down like three things that I want to happen and what they look like. And 
I keep that pinned on my calendar in my room, but like the list and the new year's list is different than manifesting. It's just like a organization of all of our ideas and what we're wanting rather than something that we have to do. Are you guys big vision board people or have you ever made one? I want to be. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I can relate to what you were saying about like, um, like new year's resolutions and kind of like thinking about moving forward and feeling really overwhelming. Um, Cause as like I was mentioning how I've read a lot of like rom-com books mm-hmm. this year. Um, and I'm on, you know, book talk, all the, all yeah, the things. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many and it gets so overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just an example that hopefully relates to, you know, what oh, you're I already, already could tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and then there's like other books, like other genres. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should read those too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and this can be applied to, I think a lot of things, but I just get, it can be really overwhelming and then I like lose track of like the joy of the reading. Mm-hmm. And so I have like a stack of books in my nightstand as one does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I think it was probably like earlier this year, um, I went into a bookstore in South Park that I love and I was like, let's just like pop in. Let's just see. <laughs> and I wanted this particular book by this author that I've read all of their books thus far. And it was like a it was a YA queer rom-com but I was like it had like good reviews like people on the internet were talking about it and I just like inquired if they had it and then I started talking to the bookseller and he was like you know you got to read what you want to read or Mm -hmm. you're not gonna do it and I was like that's like very good advice sir and then I like loved it and I read it in probably a day or two Mm -hmm. and kind of like and then I checked off the book off the list so it was kind of like you know more of the like being than just like the I have to do this because right, right. um that's one way I trick myself into like doing things that I want to do but yeah I don't, I'm not a vision board person I try to make lists sometimes things don't get crossed off the list yeah mm-hmm. I actually started the year with a vision board this year and I it's like a big board and I have it up on the wall in my room and it's funny like part of me thinks that It's slightly cursed, but also not. And I I say that because, like, you know, I put someone, like a skydiving person on it, and I went skydiving. But Mm -hmm. I also put on there that I was going to, like, follow my musical dreams and make a lot of money this year. And um, I got the opposite. I became unemployed for Mm -hmm. a long time. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, life happens, and the things that you wish and dream for don't always follow through but i i do i listen to another podcaster if you guys know the podcast trying not to care i think she she has a whole episode about vision boards and it's really uplifting and inspiring and she's kind of the reason why i decided to make one she kind of um she suggests making it kind of smaller with just some main focused ones and she puts it like as her phone wallpaper so that it's something you have to look at every day, like intentionally look at because yeah. everybody's looking at their phone all the time. So That's a cute idea. Yeah. Okay. And then you, you're you like, okay, I'm, I remember I'm getting up today with the goal of achieving these dreams, you know, mm-hmm. or these intentions or whatever it may be. So maybe this year I'll do that instead of a giant board that took me a week to do. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if we're focused on too many different things at once, then it's not going to come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at my list for for what I want, and there are like 20 bullet points in, oh, your in previous, this list uh, from the tradition thing. Yeah, nice. our New Year's traditions. I guess it's a little bit away from vision boarding, but it's like the same thing of like, how can we be intentional 
in this next year is kind of like the overall question. It's like a written vision board. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And there are way too many things on here and I definitely didn't do all the things, but I did some of them. And so I guess it's just about picking what are our primary goals or things that are most important to us this year. Um, My cousin likes to do manifesting like a couple of things and like that's that's kind of what she does for her New Year's tradition. So like one year she was manifesting good posture. So she bought a back brace and like wore it religiously and it really helped her posture in a whole different way. Now I'm thinking about my posture. I I mean, I think there's something to be said for like, making the vision board like having these goals wanting these things Mm -hmm. um and something i think about a lot is what is a hobby and what can i do for like a career Mm -hmm. um at least coming from academia and like wanting to just read feminist theory all day long i'm like i get paid for that or is that that just something that i should do in my spare time or like Mm. and like balance you know like how do you balance all the things but Especially when it comes to, like, the arts and, like, creativity. Like, that's something that you just kind of have to be creative, I guess, about how to how to make time for. Yeah. And be driven to do it. I mean, it kind of goes back to the bookstore owner who's, like, you have to read the books you want to read. So you have to pursue the creative stuff that you want to pursue, mm-hmm. not the ones that you feel like you should pursue. Um, and I think just, like, flowing into it when it feels right to you, not forcing yeah. the process. I mean, some people might disagree with me on that. And I, I kind of see that perspective, too, of, like, sometimes you do just have to make yourself sit down and do it. Yeah. Um, I know that's the case for me because I remember last, like, during 2022, my friend Cam, old roommate, shout out to Cam. Mm-hmm. I, we'll see if he listens to this. <laughs> we love Cam. I'm sure you will. love Cam. <laughs> Um, he entered this uh, video game contest where he built a game and he was like, Alyssa, can you please do the background music for it, the soundtrack? And I was like, okay, this is good. This is a good like assignment for me because I tend to do better when I'm like given an assignment Mm -hmm. where I have to do it or else someone else is kind of in trouble, (laughs) you know? So granted, the procrastinator of myself, I still waited till like the night before he had to submit it to try working on it. But within a matter of two hours, I created something that I was actually really proud of. It's mm. it's basic, but when he submitted this, so many people commented, and I think he won like first place in the music category or maybe second or something like that. And Whoa. I was just like, wow, that's that's, that's a huge compliment. <laughs> And that was like two hours of me being on logic and not knowing what the heck I was doing. So I I guess it's nice that I get to reflect on this right now and realize, okay, maybe I need to kind of rework how I'm approaching that creative art form. Mm -hmm. Because I've been trying, especially during being unemployed this year, I was like, oh, I'll take up jewelry making again. I'll do wire wrapping for for, uh, stones and things. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me try clay jewelry oh let me do some watercolor painting i can't tell you how many things i've (laughs) bought this year creative Uh creative materials it's a little embarrassing (laughs) but it's been good believe me i've had the same rug making kit (laughs) in our living room did you you finished last year I finished Amanda's. Uh-huh. I still have one more rug that I need so to do. I mean, it's coming along. It's coming along. <laughs> it's beautiful. 
I'm ready for it to be cut out. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and is there like a bottom you have to attach to it? Yeah, yeah. you have to finish yeah. both in order to cut it out because oh otherwise the material God. won't yeah. stretch enough oh. for me to be able to punch the second one. So I have to do both rugs to be able to take Amanda's rug out. Yeah. But, you know, there is no timeline, right? Yeah. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at least you? Amanda's not Who being cares? like, Carly, you said you'd give this to me. Why don't you give it to me? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate her being patient about it. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, she did want to take up woodworking the other day, and I said, not <gasps> until I really? finish. You, I oh, think you, you did tell Not her until that. I get my rug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I my partner is like that too. Like, he decided to take up candle making i think a year ago and then that oh, fell apart so cool right he did it like twice and then he was like and eh, never mind yeah <laughs> um, because it's actually kind of a really expensive uh art form to do especially when you're trying to use very clean materials like he mm-hmm. was trying to do um so that stopped and then now recently he's like i want to get into sewing so i brought my sewing machine fortunately i own a sewing machine because those are not cheap yeah <laughs> Yeah. So we'll see how that one works out. I I hope he I I love when people do try out different creative art forms personally. I that's not something I ever like look down upon people jumping from thing to thing. I mean, it's expensive, that's mm-hmm. for sure. So as long as you're like being smart in that sense and not putting yourself into debt for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's no, nice yeah. when you find one that actually sticks. So Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, you know, upon reflection of this year, right, like maybe we could be more intentional in some ways about the creative work that we're doing, I guess, both on the podcast, right? Like Mm -hmm. this is fun having Amanda on. And I think, you know, we can be more creative about kind of what we do going forward too. So I'm excited to see kind of what it looks like on here and also what we do outside of here too. Right. Yeah. Well, I think now's a good opportunity for each of us to just take a moment to list our summed up lessons. Um, yeah, I think that would be nice to do. So, Amanda, do you want to kick us off with that? Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> um, can I go second or third? Sure, <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> Alyssa, do you want to go sure, first? Sure, I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I have like three, but maybe one or two of them kind of have two in them. So whatever, here they are. <laughs> Change is hard, and loss is even harder. That's that's my biggest one. Um, taking time for yourself is not only okay, but it's good for you. And don't be afraid to be yourself and stop caring so much about what other people think because it's only holding you back. I can give reasons behind each of these, but I kind of just wanted to be able to make those statements. Yeah. yeah. So, thanks, Alyssa, for sharing yeah. those, though. it You know, I know that there's probably big stories behind all of them. I know some of the listeners and ourselves probably know why some of these are the lessons, but mm-hmm. maybe somebody can take away from, you know, each of these lessons or relate to it in some ways. And, you know, if they do, it would be awesome to hear about it, you know, in the comments or, you know, get some DMs about other people's lessons they've learned this year if you relate to some of our lessons that we're sharing about. Yeah. If you guys are interested, Carly and I, and maybe Amanda can hop back on again. We can do another episode in a, in a couple weeks or a few weeks <laughs> and just kind of dig deeper on the meaning behind our lessons that we shared today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like we could talk about it forever. Oh, like, absolutely. There's things I want to, yeah. 
So we'll we'll yeah. plan to do that in a few weeks if if people are interested in hearing. All right, Carly, what are your main lessons that you've learned this year? My lessons are that that it's important to pause um, before saying yes to things, to stay true to my feelings and needs you know before others. Classic. Mm-hmm. I think I need to learn that lesson every year. Um, and it's important to find ways to have fun in daily life. Mm-hmm. I love that. I like those a lot. Thank you. Amanda, what about yours? Um, My, I think, main one is allow yourself to make mistakes, which I would like to clarify briefly. You can cut it out if you want. Um, That, you know, like my boss told me this this year and she said, you don't make mistakes often, but you shouldn't be scared. Like, mm-hmm. don't let the fear of failure stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we joke all the time about, like, leaving work to cry in the bushes and, like, how, like, literally mistakes are going to happen no matter what. Um, and as someone who's made a lot of mistakes this year, I don't know. Being, like, working through them feels a lot better than being too scared to not do anything and then to just not make them at all. Yeah. Um, so there's something to be said for that, I feel like. Um, and then my last ones are, I agree with Alyssa that change is hard, but it's essential. Um, it's going to happen. Like every single day is different. And that there's always important work to be done to like continue to be a better version of yourself. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting to kind of hear each of ours because I feel like I can see it in each of us, how they pertain to us. So I think it would be fun for us to have an episode just where we talk more based on just those lines alone. Yeah, so. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Love to have Amanda back on. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, it's so fun to talk. Yeah. This really fun. <laughs> Let us know, audience, if you've enjoyed having Amanda on. If a single person says no, um, I'm I'm blocking you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just don't have ever invite me back. <laughs> if you have nothing nice to say, just don't say anything at all. Yes, I mean, Carly. And, like, kind of what you both said in your your lessons right like not i mean i know like it sounds really cheesy and that's what we're told our whole lives but like it doesn't fucking matter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a tiny example before i move on but like i have that my tattoo artist friend was tattooing one of my friends the other day and they both were like you should come by hang out and i was like no thank you i do not want to <laughs> mm-hmm. um i wanted to stay home and watch my show i was like the vibes just aren't right for me mm-hmm and then I found out later that they were talking about me. At, like like during, behind your back kind of talking about you? I don't know. Okay. It's a little unclear. But they like they were definitely like speaking about me. And I know some of it was like joking about me because they both know me in some yeah. way. And they're making fun of me and stuff. And my initial reaction was like, oh, my God, this is like the like my worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, and like I fear being misunderstood mm-hmm. and things like that, because like they're probably like rolling their eyes. that I didn't show up, but I was like, there are reasons why I'm not showing up. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, but like <laughs> realizing it now that I'm talking about it, I just have to be like, it doesn't fucking matter if they don't yeah. know me, if they don't understand. It's not really worth my energy. And like, yeah, there are mm-hmm. like silly goose things that I do that I'm sure I would have laughed about if I had been there and like heard it. But if they're talking shit about me, like, if it's not constructive feedback, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> not worth your time. Yeah. For sure. So. Thanks for adding that. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I think my biggest takeaway from what you just said is, like, it's not worth your energy. Yeah. And I think that's, I'm going to add this, too. This was something I talked about with my partner a lot in the beginning of the year because we were 
constantly feeling like there's just not enough time in the day to do things that we want to do, things that are for ourselves, especially when you're like a full-time working individual. And I kind of explained to him that you have a certain percentage of energy in each day and you know you have to dedicate a certain percentage to your job, but um, you also can kind of cap it there too. Like whether it's like super, super stressful there, you can also learn how to cut it off and be like, okay, I'm not putting more energy into this because it's not good for me because I know I want to dedicate 20% when I get home today. And Mm -hmm. if I use that 20% at work, then I'm depleted and I won't get anything that I want to do at home done because Mm -hmm. I've just drained myself. Yeah. So I think like creating that visual and that mindset was really helpful. And also knowing that certain things, certain um, hobbies or yeah, just things that you want to do maybe aren't meant to happen at this point in your life. Maybe they're meant to happen later. So like an example I can give is that I really love doing ceramics and making, you know, throwing clay on the wheel. But I kind of came to the realization that's an art form that I love, but it's expensive and it's something that I can happily do in my retirement age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, I could do it like if somebody wants to go just do a one off class, sure, but it's not something that I feel like I can dedicate my energy to to have like a subscription to a, a studio and mm-hmm. do that consistently. So I've, I've learned to accept that and just know that that'll happen later in my life and focus on other things. But sorry, I don't know if that... No, there's there's classes at Mesa, San Diego Mesa College for oh, yeah? ceramics. And one of my coworkers goes after work like twice a week. And he like... And the secret and the secret Santa ornament exchange thing we did today, his gift that he provided was a block of clay. <laughs> mm. Like, if you ever want to take a class, you got oh, a buddy. that's awesome. So yeah, but like things like that too. Yeah. It's like... The one-off experiences. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Thanks, Amanda. Yeah, if you ever want to take a semester on um, service class, I got the hookup. I'll think about it. You hear that, everybody? (laughs) Amanda's got the hookup. Amanda's got the hookup. I mean, wait till I'm full-time and then it'll be actually worth your while (laughs) at San Diego Music College. Well, I think we should uh, do one more thing before we end this episode, and that's going to be our last segment. And this is actually inspired based off something Carly told me last year during new year's time is she said maybe you're better at explaining this carly you um you said that it was good to come up with a one word thing to kind of live live by for the upcoming year and yours was fear no mine was brave brave yours was brave Mm -hmm. and mine was try Mm. and what i meant by try was i want to allow myself to try hard like try to do more things Mm -hmm. and for you I think it was brave like to not be afraid and to allow yourself to just do things I I guess it's kind of (laughs) similar in some ways but you didn't want your fear to kind of prevent you from doing things so I thought this would be a good segment for us to kind of figure out what our word is for the year and make the statement to the public I suppose Oh. Do you guys have a word in mind? You don't don't feel like you have to commit to this one. Just what what is the first thing that comes to mind for you guys for 2024? I'll start. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have noticed about myself recently that I've I think actually because I've been unemployed and because I've been at home a lot more, I've become even more of a hermit. <laughs> Same. Right? I'm in my horizontal era. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god i'm gonna quote you on that my therapist um, and i joke yeah yeah <laughs> it is, yeah well I, and i mean like i'm actually i feel like i'm more awkward with people than i ever have been before like even with my neighbors here i walk by them and sometimes we spark conversations and i'm just so awkward it's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I feel like my eyes are twitching. I feel this at work too. Like, am I smiling too much? Do I have crazy eyes? Like I'm so in my head mm. and I'm not putting together my words clearly. It's just, it's so debilitating. And I think what I want to do this year is just stop caring, <laughs> but more in the sense of like a go for it attitude, like don't be afraid. So I don't know. I, I guess I don't know what my word is. Um, maybe it's kind of fearless is my word. I want to be fearless mm -hmm. this year. I want to start conversations with strangers. I want to just go and do experiences that maybe I wouldn't do before. So it's kind of similar to what yours was last year, being yeah. brave. But I'm going with fearless because I think that like kind of hits home for me yeah. in my heart to just I'm one of those people if I see someone I know in public I hide away I don't I don't say hello and I don't want that to be me this year I want to mm. go and say hi mm -hmm. so fearless is my word this year I think that's great Alyssa yeah I like that one and I think most of the time people are not perceiving as much as what we think they're perceiving. Oh, absolutely. Right? But in the moment, you it's don't terrifying. think that. In the moment, you're like, they can tell my eyes twitching right like, now. <laughs> they think I'm so weird. They think I'm so awkward. Yeah. yeah. They, do I have broccoli in my teeth? <laughs> yeah, <or> totally. <laughs> something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I think of two words because I think they kind of go hand in hand, but I would say patience and or grace mm. um, with myself and others, like especially with my own process of like processes, I guess, of how I think about things, feel things, how I handle things, and also with other people, especially like for more understanding and just like, like we're all living in this like shit show of life. life. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it's just rough out here. And yeah, and there's going to be days like today, I was at my work Christmas party thing and I was separated from my like work besties. They were on the other side of the room or engage in a conversation with somebody else. And I found myself in this giant circle in the middle of two conversations on either side of me. It's where I didn't feel like I could like jump into either of them. Because mm. there were mm -hmm. the people on my left I didn't really know. The people on my right were in like a really deep conversation with like about like childcare. Like I had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in high school or something. Mm. Like I was just like, do I look at my phone? Do I just sit here and yep. like like You're it was so in your head about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrifying. And then eventually I was like, it's okay. And then I like turned to the left and I eventually like kind of struck up a conversation with the people that were already talking. Mm -hmm. It was fine. I don't think anybody cared. I think it goes back to what you were saying before, right? Like it doesn't really matter at the end. Is that what you said? Yeah. Like even if I wanted to sit there and just be in the moment by myself, like who cares? Yeah. And like mm -hmm. somebody even asked me, they were like, who are you? What is your name? Like, because <laughs> a lot of us didn't know each other because yeah. we work in different departments. Right. And that was like such an easy introduction that I was like, oh. Like I'm, I'm in this department. That's why you never see me. Like it was, it was totally chill, mm -hmm. and it was not scary at all. But in the moment, it just felt really scary. So yeah. Patience. What were your words again? Or patience and grace, right? Yeah, mostly patience. Mostly mm -hmm. super patience. Okay, I like take that. Take it for general, like being generous. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. What about you, Carly? I think my word is grounded. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. 
I think I'm finding myself feeling like a chicken with its head cut off a lot mm. these days. I think even on my, I just went on a trip to North Carolina and came back and I was talking to my therapist about it today. And I just feel like I was like not centered at all in myself and in who I am. And I was too much in my head and too much mm. in my feelings that were coming up and I was letting it all control me and what I chose to do. And so I think my hope for next year is like that I'm choosing to stop and and ask myself first what I want before doing whatever it is that's coming up. You know, if I'm asked to do a thing, like I was telling Amanda today, like my partner asked me on Friday to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. We were invited to something and I immediately said yes. And I realized I said yes. And then I added on that I had already had plans with Amanda on Friday anyway. And so it's one of those things where I'm just finding myself like, oh, I can't react on impulse to things. And I just need to like stop and really consider what I'm wanting before doing it. Right. Very wise. Uh, And takes a lot of work. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I'm not expecting myself to be perfect at this in any way. This is more of the intention. Yeah. I don't expect any of us to really be good at our words right away. Like I'm still going to be terrified to talk to people and make myself do things and I'm sure you're still gonna have moments where Amanda I'm pointing to Amanda (laughs) have moments where you're not patient with yourself or with situations and same with you like you're still gonna jump to say yes to things it's it's a learning process but Mm -hmm. hopefully we can just be more mindful of them and go back to this conversation and remind ourselves that it's something that we are working towards so Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing that, guys. I, I know I kind of sprung that segment on you because we didn't discuss it. <laughs> at I saw it in the, the notes. You the did? Notes, okay, yeah. good, good. I was hoping you would, but I knew Amanda probably didn't know. <laughs> no, I liked it. I saw it. I'm glad you highlighted it. Or yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> but I'm a guest, you know, expect the unexpected. Exactly. And we've very much enjoyed having you as a yes. guest, haven't we, Carly? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's so easy to just start rambling. Right. And when there's a mic in front of you. Mm, so I know. Thank you for the space. Well, it sounds like we already have you booked for another episode <laughs> in a couple weeks. So um yeah, keep us on your calendar. It's open anytime. <laughs> Great. Aww. Well, thank you, Amanda, for coming on and you know, for all of you listening. I think we're thankful for you starting to listen to us this year if you've started or listening to us this far, if this is the first episode that you've listened to. And, you know, we hope you subscribe, follow us on Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast. Exactly. Like us, give us five-star ratings. Let us know what you think and, you know, be honest about it. But also, if you really like us, be especially honest, please. Um, And if you, you know, want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at sensitivesundays.podcast or you can email us if you have any questions, any advice that you're wanting from us, any suggestions at sensitivesundays.podcast at gmail.com. And if you don't come back, we might cry, right, Amanda? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, don't make us cry. We're starting the new year. Yeah. <laughs> I um, and, you know, aside from that, I hope you have a great rest of your year and a good week. And happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> Bye. Bye.